This is Sequels, where we talk about the direct-to-video sequels of childhood classics, horror franchise installations, and those action films where they recast the lead actor to someone gentler on the budget. I'm Sarah Sorrentino, Associate Editor at Talk Film Society. I'm Shaquille Lambert, podcaster over at oneofus.net. I'm Alejandra Gonzalez, and you can find my stuff at fthismovie.com. So we're going to talk about an extremely goofy movie, which is the direct-to-video sequel to the 1995 film A Goofy Movie which was also based off the animated television show Goof Troop. I've never watched that show. I've never heard of it in my life. Goof Troop had maybe one of the best theme songs to any show that's ever existed. It's amazing. Sing that song. I can typically remember a lot of those like weird Toon Disney cartoons, but I don't remember this one at all. Are you serious? None of you remember fucking Goof Troop? Goof Troop was not cool. No. God damn it. (laughs) Y'all were missing out on some <laughs> gold, damn it. <laughs> I watched the Hercules show. Remember that? I do. I really liked that one, actually, although it was shit. That was a great show. It was good, but it was no Goof Troop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Shaq, you said the Goof Troop song was, like, great. Yes, it is. And you you, you need to sing it. Oh, no, I can't, I can't do it by heart. <laughs> the only thing I remember is at the very end, because they had the fucking, the dude, like, scat at the end. It's like, come on, it's Goof Troop. But it would not bop a Then just, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I need to send y'all this. You guys, you are not in tune with the great theme song that is fucking goop true next podcast we watch <laughs> for forgotten <laughs> disney television TV shows. <laughs> that's the that's the goal for us that's the next one after we get through every single direct-to-video sequel known to me i'll just say it's extreme right? it's extremely nineties. extremely like this movie <laughs> <laughs> jesus um anyways oh, yeah this movie is like 90s crazy even though i think it came out 2000 yes it did it did it okay, did thank you everybody i was just going to talk about how much nostalgia is in this film especially the fact that i can't get half of the references in this movie <laughs> even now like There's even today that i'm like what the hell was that like i i can't name them off the top of my head they're so elusive honestly there wasn't anything that stood out to me either I mean, all that X Games stuff was great, though. <laughs> Were those a thing that happened in, like, colleges? Yeah. Listen, the thing is, <laughs> I don't think it happened in colleges, but as much as, uh, in terms of, like, yeah, nostalgia shit, yeah, just mainly the X Games. And just, it leads to a lot of questions that I had, like, the fact that apparently ESPN, the X Games, and a lot of other things are exist in the Disney universe, like... At one point, Goofy and his love interest bring up Gilligan's Island. Oh, yes. He has, like, the fish or something, or the seashell on, like, a keychain, right? Yes. Oh, God. That was... First of all... Oh, also, we should probably explain really quickly for those who don't know what this movie's about. I'll just say it really quick. It's that Max is going to college, and Goofy also has to go to college because he got fired from his job. And they're like, hey, you need a degree to go somewhere. This movie's fucking depressing. It's really depressing. And I would like to mention that he lost his job because Goofy suffers from depression. <laughs> he's got he He's got issues. It's it made me cry like actual tears because it's like actually pretty accurate the way that he like he loses his job he's like shit i don't have a degree i'm nothing i don't have my kid i'm super alone and then even when he's in college and like things get fucked up because he wins that like pre-tournament or whatever he ditches his girlfriend ruins his relationships 
The man has a problem. Is, it's because he's. It's not that he has depression. He's obsessed with his child. Like it's. It is an actual problem. <laughs> like what happened to Miss Goofy? I was about yeah. to ask. Did anybody watch a Goofy movie recently? The nineteen ninety five original. I literally watched it right before rewatching it. Okay. Does it talk about? Miss Goofy? No, it doesn't. It never does. Well, Shaq, you've seen Goof Troop. Do they mention her? Yes. No. No. That's ominous, dude. Even Rugrats, like, talked about Chucky's mom. That's fucked. So that means what happened to Goofy's wife was really terrible. Like, unspeakable, almost. (laughs) (laughs) let's not hypothesize on how fucked up it could be let's, let's it's too dark for disney but disney can have like literally the first half of this film is like up times 12 just depressing just oh it's so depressing it was insane and i i was watching it i'm like who is this movie for is this it can't be for kids it's based on around college and a father's depression as a kid though i feel like had i seen this as a kid i would have been like oh my god because he's so annoying but now watching it as like an adult max is a little shit i'm sorry i, I, I disagree actually... with that i completely disagree no i do not disagree with that like if you have a problem with your parent being that overbearing you talk to them he didn't talk to his dad he did he literally said he set up some ground rules like hey listen don't interfere with us in practice because you know this is very important to us don't try and like don't uh, no yeah. this is a lack of communication don't, br- don't break into our room Absolutely. he literally goofy broke Listen, Goofy broke all the rules in the first five minutes of like, listen. So yeah, no, it's not Max the problem. Goofy is legit the problem. Goofy is mentally ill. I'm just going to say right now, both of them have a problem. They both kind of suck. Exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I can agree with that. I just want to state that Shaq sent us the link to the Goof Troop theme while on this <laughs> podcast. He's been talking this entire time and he somehow still found the YouTube link and sent it to us via DMs. Yes, because it can. You're a talented man, Shaq. <laughs> There's so much in this that like I had so many questions about. Um I was upset that rewatching the Goofy uh the first Goofy movie, I'm upset that they didn't bring back Roxanne. Because Roxanne is amazing. And the, the whole setup of that movie was him trying to get with her. And I guess over the course of the years between the two movies, they broke up bitterly because he doesn't even mention her. Wow, they really just dropped the love interest from the first movie for this? I didn't know any... See, I didn't rewatch it. I don't know if I've ever seen a Goofy movie. Really? I've never seen it. That's why I was a little confused about who Roxanne was. And really, that brings up a great point. What the fuck? This movie is way more popular than the Goofy movie. It's I know this movie. I literally thought it came out in theaters up until us realizing Ooh. it was direct-to-video. This is the most popular, like, one of the most popular movies, like, Disney movies from my childhood. And I do not remember a Goofy movie at all. Me neither. The only reason I know who this woman is is because there's like Twitter memes. Oh yeah, about her. I don't know if you guys have seen them, but they're so. Bad. And plus, I think the um that goth chick from this movie is like. Oh, the breaker! I've been in love with the breaker girl since I was seven. She's a beatnik, <laughs> guys. She's not goth. Okay, there's more levels of being like. <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah, Ali? Is... I expected. I better have from that you. outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. That's a future Halloween costume right there. Oh, right? Why is every single character in this a dog, except for, like, maybe two characters? Do mouses not get, like, do they not get to go to college? 
I mean, like, Mickey Mouse is probably, like, one of a kind. Well, him and Minnie are, like, two of a kind. He has a bunch of nieces and nephews, doesn't he? Oh, shit. And what yeah. about yeah, the duck? Yeah, okay. The ducks can't go to college? What kind of segregated bullshit wow, is this, guys? Wow, this is some shit, for real. <laughs> <laughs> As I was rewatching both movies, one thing that I talked about last episode, because he was only in there for five minutes also. Oh, no. And then he's also five minutes in uh, the first movie. I didn't realize it was him, but Polly Shore. <laughs> Polly Shore is going to become the patron saint of this podcast. Wait, wasn't he? Wasn't he on this a lot though? I feel like he was. Present. He was in this one a lot. In the first Goofy movie, he was in it for maybe like three minutes. Like he was not in there really, really long at all. But in this one, they basically make him the main comic relief, other than Goofy. And I gotta say, why the fuck did we make Polly Shore a thing? Because he is awful. Oh my lord! <laughs> like maybe I guess you're gonna learn to love him. No, I really kid... <laughs> liked him in this. He was so funny. No, as a kid, I was like maybe like you know I didn't think much of his character. I didn't even realize his name was Bobby until I rewatched it this time. I had no idea what his name was. Yeah, I yeah, because they never really. He's never like a major character. Like at least PJ, I feel like he he was in Goofy movies. So I was like, okay, yeah, no, uh, in the Goof Troop. So I was like, all right, we know who you are. But Bobby is like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> He's also in Disney's Once Upon a Christmas. I thought that Pete was supposed to be, like, insanely evil. Yet he's, like, a, a nice neighbor. He is. He, he's kind of like a rich asshole, but he's great. Not really. And he's super rude to Goofy. Uh, it was better than better than I've seen in the past from, like, other animated Look, Disney. Sarah, you're just not following the mythos, okay? <laughs> I don't think this movie follows the mythos, okay? Where's the mice... Where's the ducks? Why can't they go to college? Why is That's the true. only other animal I saw once I started paying attention to the fact that they're all dogs is a bear from Chicago who is, <laughs> who is the coach guy? What's up with these stereotypes in my children's movies? So terrible. Oh, now that we're talking about stereotypes, you got to talk about the the frat college douchebags, the Gammas, led by the most stereotypical university name ever, Bradley Uppercrust upper the Third. <laughs> Oh my god, I was about to make a Brett joke. I know, I was about to say, this movie's <laughs> teaching us some good morals. Never trust frat guys. Absolutely. They're monsters. Absolutely. It's uh, interesting. I mean, for the most part, the fact that beatniks are still around in 2000 is interesting. <laughs> um, I like that it's like heavy with the X Games. I really like that. I remember watching it as a kid and being like, is this what college is like? There's X Games? That's amazing. <laughs> I honestly feel like this was a pretty accurate representation of what college is like, especially when, like, they're sleeping and Goofy comes in and he's like, my class doesn't start until 12. The whole thing with the X Games, I think this alongside, like, I, I was watching this along uh, alongside the same time I started playing, like, Tony Ox Pro Skater. So I had a really, <laughs> really big extreme sports phase, and I feel like this movie was the catalyst of all that. Because I was like, yo skateboarding seems like the coolest shit ever all of a sudden you're doing like the random losing scene that they had the bmx i was like this is the best thing ever i want to do all of this realizing that no i can't do any of that this movie was like brink <laughs> <laughs> this is like brink i don't know what your brink came out but this is basically brink meets like only the depressing scenes from <laughs> That's what this oh god is. yes Oh my gosh! I just put it together that it's called an extremely goofy movie because they're doing extreme sports. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Allie. 
Holy that's amazing. That's great. Yeah, it's great. I don't want to go back and watch a Goofy movie, though. I'm good. Like, this movie's perfect. It's very, very different. Like, a Goofy movie is pretty much a musical. Oh, there's songs in it? Like, there's original There's a lot of songs. Oh, shit. What do you think happened? Did they just go, like, free reign? They're like, okay, we're gonna direct a video of this thing, write some pseudo-sexual jokes, and make it in college. Tony Hawk's popular. Extreme sports are cool right now. You might as well do it. Shaq, which system did you play Tony Hawk on, though? Oh, N64. Solid, solid. Did you guys have that Disney skate game? (laughs) No. Oh, Extreme Skate Adventure, yes. I I didn't have it, but I rented it on my PS2. And that was a weird fucking game. I loved that game. I wasn't cool enough for Tony Hawk, so... <laughs> I sent to the Disney one. It was legit just the same game with just Disney skins on it, and I did, had no problem. I had one of the later Tony Hawk games on GameCube. I forget exactly the name of it. I'm guessing probably Underground. I think that's right. The music was solid. Actually, speaking of the music, in this this movie has a really good score. Like it has a fucking ska soundtrack. That like for the whole movie, I was like, "Yo, this is actually pretty dope." That's appropriate. Yeah. Wait a second. I actually like had that same epiphany, but at a different time. When he's like walking into the Max's empty room and he's like crying, the music was really good. And I'm like, why is this movie so dramatic? (laughs) It's like a a hard hitting drama. I'm like, what am I watching? When he sees the teddy bear abandoned on his bed. (laughs) So that's messed up. You cannot put like abandoned stuffed animals in movies for me because that makes me cry. Like I'm a tough person until like there's a teddy bear sitting by itself on a bed. It was so sad. I legit cried. And, like, the atmosphere that was captured by an extremely goofy movie when he goes to work <laughs> the next day. And he just, he's just one in a million in that, in that factory. He looks like everyone there. And he's so distracted. And he loses his fucking job. How true to life is that? Because he's thinking of Max on a robot it's a head. weird. I'm like, yo, listen. <laughs> this is not the right time to be hallucinating about your child right now. That's like an unhealthy... Do you guys... You guys need to have more sympathy because haven't you thought of maybe he's attached to Max because he doesn't want to lose him the way he lost his wife, probably? I guess. If I knew how he lost his wife, I would give a <laughs> shit, but I have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to Google this right now. So he's just a weirdo. How We're going to figure this wife- out. How did Goofy's wife die? Oh my god, that was the first one, so she clearly died. Oh no. Mrs. Goof. This is some mouse mafia shit. That's all I gotta say. Well, she she appears somewhere. One thing that we need to bring up also is like how he, like, when you were talking about earlier about how, like, he was down, he was low, he was like abandoning his, ditching his girlfriend and all this stuff, and he was training really, really hard. He had this whole, like, Rocky ish montage only for the midterm. For the fucking midterm test. You could bomb that and still pass your course. <laughs> so is she dead, Allie? Is that what's happened? Actually, I just sent you guys some pictures. Oh um, God. She's a human being. So there was what? some um, bestiality. Oh, that's disturbing. Yeah. It's, oh, um, my God. <laughs> no, that's two different female human beings. That Allie just <laughs> sent us a picture of Goofy as a cowboy with a blonde busty human woman (laughs) well in all the pictures is a different like actual human woman so i'm assuming that disney was like actually this isn't cool or chill at all so we have to kill her i don't think i don't think this is proof i'm holding out for real proof (laughs) okay okay fair 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 speaking of goofy's love interest i don't know anything about roxanne but hot librarian from this movie for it 
Oh yeah, for Goofy, yeah. What's her name? Um, um, Sylvia. Sylvia. Yeah, Sylvia. Also, can we talk about how they had an amazing dance scene at the, yes. At the club? Yes, <laughs> it's really good. I think he's wearing the exact outfit John Travolta was wearing in Saturday Night Fever. Oh Jesus! But you know what? I wouldn't put it past them. This is the moment that this movie becomes less depressing. People are getting laid. And uh, I appreciate it. It was a lot better. Yo, um, after that dancey, when they're like sitting at the park bench and they're like mood rings touch or whatever, and then they cut to her and she's giving them like the Nala fuck me eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, I don't like this that you said devolving. that. devolving. I don't like that you said Nala fuck me eyes. Oh, my God. That's basically <laughs> what it is. I'm highly listen, uncomfortable. You listen, took it too far. Every, apparently every episode, I'm just going to say something that's like wildly just uncomfortable to everybody else. <laughs> Because last time I said fucking Fatso was dropping bombs, now I'm saying that, yeah, no, she's she's <laughs> basically begging him to fuck her no, on the bench. No, Shh, I'm cutting this out now. <laughs> <laughs> that was too much. Okay, we're not doing another Disney movie after this. No, we got we got to take a break from that. <laughs> we're getting a season assist. Please leave that in. <laughs> I'll leave it in, but we're going to get some hate mail. That's that. Listen, That's that on that. If, Di- if Disney comes for me, <laughs> then you know what happened. <laughs> they killed you like they killed Goofy's wife. Exactly. <laughs> His beautiful human wife. Back to an extremely Goofy movie. One uh, one person I didn't realize was in here was Brad Garrett as freaking uh, the muscle of the Gamma's tank. His voice. Even though he had like that weird like pseudo Jersey-ish accent. He's like 58. He's like, come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's like 58 in this in, in playing a college <laughs> person. <laughs> <laughs> They're all pretty old. I feel like the guy who plays PJ was pretty old too. Everybody was like 40 at least. <laughs> Can we talk about PJ and how he gets the girl? That makes me so happy. It was nice. I was yo, I was so happy. I was like, yo, the big brother gets it. I, I really, stuff. really love that. Well, Polly Shore couldn't. He was being a douche canoe. Was he really? He was being Polly Shore. I really liked him in this. I thought he was really funny. The way he went up to Beret, oh. a Beret girl was not cool with me. What was it that he said? He said we could like make some some sweet bongo beats together or something like that. Oh yeah, didn't she shut him down immediately? Yeah, she's like, "Nah." <laughs> I love her. Oh, yeah. oh my god. The scene where they're like getting into that West Side Story snapping fight. I've never seen someone just aggressively snap someone out of a room. That's what we should always do. And Max was just, like, totally with it. And he's, the look on his face when he starts snapping in synchronization with this girl <laughs> <laughs> was amazing. He got super serious. He was like... <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like, at first I thought they were, like, going to walk closer and kind of surround them. But then, no, they're just literally just standing there, just snapping their fingers. And apparently this aggravates Bradley enough to go, like, all right, you know what? We'll leave. Bye. This is good. It's teaching us good lessons, okay? If you need to get rid of frat dudes, snap at them. Just act incredibly weird and they'll leave you alone because they're (laughs) going to think something's wrong with you. If you want to get the hot librarian, talk 70s to her. I kind of liked that because, like, it really shows that a girl can be hot and also a nerd, you know? That dichotomy has been abolished by an extremely goofy It's very takes her glasses off and then she's hot. So I'm not 100% for it, but oh. it's fine. <laughs> That's she's, true. <laughs> she's a little bit too hot for him, okay? It's very she's all that. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. When, when Goofy pulls up to the school with that full afro and everything, man. I don't know about well, that. Well, how either. would you guys react if that happened to you? I think I would literally shit myself. Oh, would... yeah. Max had the perfect reaction to that. He was like, I'm going to die here. <laughs> he said, please kill me now. And that's very, <laughs> that's very modern. <laughs> And I know we were giving, I was giving Polly Shore shit, and I will continue to give him <laughs> shit because he's terrible. Um, but he had one, one scene that made me just kind of go, all right, you're right. And that's basically where they broke the Disney meta. And he went, why are we all wearing gloves? Gloves. Yeah. <laughs> that's because that's their way of being like, he's high out of his mind. And this is how we make drug humor. Meta drug oh. gets high off of fucking cheese. Yeah, he's just getting high off cheese, y'all. No, oh my no, god! Not just any cheese, spray cheese. Yeah, my fucking life just came, well, not my life, but the movie just came full circle for me because remember that scene where they're at the bar but they're eating nachos and they have cheese all over their face and they're all acting kind of drunk. Yes. Yeah. Is cheese a replacement <laughs> for substance abuse? Yes, it I, is. I, I d- yes, I it is. I'm gonna give it the definitive answer right now. <laughs> cheese is drugs in this world, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else to other things to mention because there's a there's a lot I've, there's a lot more I feel we haven't touched on yet. Just like the competition itself, a lot of people died during that competition. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> PJ should have died considering they tossed a rocket in his freaking like rollerblade or whatever. <laughs> It's true. I assumed he was dead. I just pretended. And fucking Bobby was being eaten alive by quicksand. Yeah. (laughs) That's another thing that we're going to have to keep an eye out for. I 100% believe that quicksand is going to be in almost every movie we watch. Polly Shore (laughs) and quicksand should be in every direct-to-video movie. We should definitely, like, come up with a game, like a bingo game or something for our viewers. Yes. It should be a drinking game. I think that would be And we take a shot. Absolutely. Also, one other person, Bradley is 100% dead. Like, if PJ's 100% dead, Bradley's about 150%, considering Tank tossed him so high, he flew into the ESPN blimp and crashed the blimp, who also had, like, the main sportscaster and, like, whatever camera crew in there. So that's about a good, what, seven or eight people dead in a minute. Did you see the second, like, (laughs) the second, like, forecaster's, like, come up? As soon as that guy died, he was like, hey, I guess it's all me now. I'm finally not going to be cut off. He was very happy. <laughs> I was rooting for him the whole oh time. Oh, my God. This is a dark film. It's pretty dark. Shaq, who, who's your favorite character of this film? Honestly, I was going to be upset, but Max is my guy. Max has always been my guy. Oh, he's such a brat. I don't like that he's naturally talented and he doesn't hardly study. I'm not for it. Oh, he, he's absurdly good at skateboarding. Like, that, during that, like, pre, like, the, the, the qualifier or whatever, he does that one move where he literally is hanging off, like, the one side of his board on one hand. I was like, one that's physically impossible, but it's the dopest-looking shit I've ever seen. Oh, and he's, like, balancing? Yes. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Second best move, though, is when Goofy accidentally goes on the skateboard, and he's got his disco clothes, and it turns into, like, a fucking parachute, <laughs> and it's so cool. Um, My favorite character is, obviously, Bray Girl. I think she's so hot. I love her. And she's very talented and poetic her poem it was good you guys it was pretty legit it's like a lime it was pretty good and sarah what's yours also based on hotness factor i'm going with the librarian sylvia yeah i was into it she was pretty hot i'm glad goofy got his nut (laughs) (laughs) his he up if you will (laughs) no 
No. <laughs> canceling the podcast. <laughs> How many times are you going to get canceled? A hundred more times. Oh my goodness. Do you guys like this movie? Would we say this is a, a great movie or a good movie? Mm. Can I be honest? I thought it was really good and I thought it was really depressing as well. And that is the reason I probably wouldn't watch it again. It made me so sad. I can't watch it again either. It sucks for you guys. I'm going to watch this again and again and again. The thing is, is I when I own this when I was seven, I watched this at least a good 30, 40 times. Okay, cause... so now you understand how it was like for me and Sarah when you said you never saw Casper Me 20. Yes. Now okay. I completely... The, the perspective has flipped entirely. And he gave it a entirely. one star. <laughs> this... He did give it a one star. He gave it a one star. We introduced him to this beautiful movie Listen, and he gave it I, a like one I said, star. It's bad. It's legitimately bad, but I love it. This, I think, is legitimately good and I like it more than the first one. That's also probably biased because I don't like musicals. But I think... The, also, the extreme sports aspect touches. It goes to me. Like that is my entirely my shit. Hey, did uh did Grease two come out in theaters? I don't know. I th- I'm not sure. But if it's you know what, DTV. that's a good question. Because he, he, I immediately was like, what musicals can we watch that Shaq will hate? It's, it's like, theatrical. Oh. <laughs> it was theatrical. Thank God. Darn. Also, just to finish my point, I think it's also like the animation on this is still really good. I don't agree with that. I disagree. I, think, I like it. I think a lot of the characters had some really wonky animation. Uh, specifically, uh, the frat guy. Cr- crust, oh, Bradley. Crust something. <laughs> Upper crust the third. Upper crust. <laughs> Sorry. He, uh, he, a lot of his animation when he was talking was really wonky. Also, Beret Girl during the club scene had some animation that I was like, what is going on with her face underneath that hair? <laughs> <laughs> It was it was a little strange. I think you know you know maybe not animation, but the art I think is good. Yeah, I could say that. I mean, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. They're messing around with like some 3D. Well, not 3D, but like yeah, very dimensional yeah. animation that feels a little bit like beyond. Yeah, they were 2D. starting yeah. like how Aladdin did with the cave. Yes. Yeah. No. Especially with like the blimp and shit. It's interesting. Um, overall, I do think the story's really good. Better than it should have been for a direct-to-video sequel. And I, I don't mean to judge all of them, but that's what's going to end up happening. Is I'm going to be like, oh, this is probably could have came out in theaters and. If we look back at the reception it's received, people talk about this movie a lot. Not just for picking on it. Like, this is considered a good childhood classic. Yeah, it's, like, definitely beloved. It is beloved. I mean, so much so that I forgot that it never came out in a theater. Yeah, no, this movie's great. You should watch it if you haven't seen it. I don't don't know what to give it a score. I think I gave it, like, on Letterboxd. I gave gave it a four out of five. Oh, my God. Also, I'm also biased by childhood nostalgia. I'm upset. (laughs) (laughs) me too i don't know i don't know i don't know about this i think that our next episode really needs to be a horror film um i don't know what it's going to be yet because like i said i don't have much experience it's gonna have to either be someone's gonna have to tell us what to watch i mean it is october now so we gotta get a little spooky if anything i feel like ali you got this because horror is your (laughs) wheelhouse more than the both of us exactly i'd like to try to watch one that none of us have seen though as well if if that's possible true yeah exactly so we'll do our best we have a lot of suggestions from right before we record our first episode i think we have like a list of like 30 of these that we off the bat can do so this is not ending anytime soon no 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 get ready for this commitment oh i'm I'm fully i'm fully prepared on this 
I'm fully prepared. Although Sarah has canceled us like three times. And uh, I think that'll be the end of our episode, guys. Yay! Woo-hoo! Also, before before you finish and wrap up or whatever, thank you to everybody who shared and listened to the last episode because we really appreciate it. It was really, really dope to see such really good reception on the first one. Yeah, we got way more reception than I've ever received from anything I've ever done. So Same! <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to do final plugs? Yes, please. Follow us on our respective social media. The only other thing I'll say is uh, thank you for Talk Film Society for uh, hosting us. Thank you, guys. Bye.